The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Davo. You have got to be kidding me. The Royals sweep the Angels right out of the ALDS. The team with the best record in the American League. Casey sweeps them. Now just four wins away from winning the pennant as we welcome you into another edition of Clubhouse Conversation. Davo on your dish as the Royals keep the streak going. Still have not lost in the postseason since 1985. And a perfect 4-0 when I've done postseason dishes. I like this. They don't lose in the playoffs. Let's keep this going. But, man, I mean, this game just felt over, didn't it? I mean, they completely destroyed the Angels 8-3 to in this game. And it completely destroyed might be a little bit of a strong term for an 8-3 to game. If you look at it on paper and if you look at the score, 8-3 to sounds like the Royals won handily. But it doesn't sound like they kicked their butts. But if you watch this game, who honestly thought the game wasn't over when Alex Gordon hit that double with two outs and the first to clear the bases, putting KC up 3-1? to The game was over. Three to one KC, bottom of the first, big game James on the mound, the crowd in it. The game was over. Three to one. And when it got to be, you know what, six to two and eight to two, I mean, it may as well have been twenty to nothing. The game was over at that point. KC's first postseason sweep since before I was born. I was born in December of eighty. Last time they did it was against the Yankees in eighty. Haven't swept a team in the playoffs in how many years is that? Thirty five, thirty four years. Good grief, that's ridiculous. KC responds, and that's what the whole postseason, and really the whole season is what it's been about, isn't it? KC responding, because the Royals have been knocked on the mat a few times this year, going back to May and going back to a couple seven-game deficits against the Tigers and going back to being in first for over a month and then losing it and struggling, you know, and, and looking like they, for briefly, why you know, like they might not win the wild card, right? There, there was a time even two weeks ago we weren't sure about that. And then the Oakland game, they're, I mean, you know the story by now. This team is resilient. You know, they, they, they go to, out to L.A. and steal two games, and they just, what, they get down one nothing tonight. doesn't matter. Come right back, put a three spot on the board in the bottom of the first there. And it all started after Escobar grounds out, but Nori, a nice single on a 3-1 pitch to left. Lorenzo Cain singles to right, and then Hosmer strikes out, but Billy Butler, a key at bat. Don't forget about his walk, and granted, it was a pretty easy walk for Billy. You know, essentially just sat there and looked at pitches there in the bottom of the first inning as Billy Butler's at bat was, well, a four-pitch walk. But still give him some credit for not swinging at those first couple of pitches, and that allows Alex Gordon to come up to the mound, or to the, to the plate, not the mound, to the plate. And Alex gets behind in the count, one and two, takes a ball in the dirt, the slider evens it at two, and then crack of the bat, just a nice, easy swing. The ball just flew off of his bat to left center, up against the bottom of the fence, clears the bases, 3-1, to one, the crowd's in it, James Shields on the mound, game's over, and Shields comes back with the all-important shutdown inning, and both the second and the third, and the Royals just kept scoring. That was the key tonight. You know, Shields comes back down and, and, and settles down, and but, but KC scores again. Bottom of the third, Eric Hosmer goes deep, center field, not to be outdone. Bottom of the fourth, Mike Moustakis, his best friend, best man at the wedding, a no-doubter to right, line shot. And then you mix it in, in that same inning, Escobar and Aoki single, and 
And then Kane eventually brings home Eski after the wild pitch with the sack fly, and it was just rolling from there. There was a solo shot allowed as well to Albert Pujols by James Shields, probably just to make MLB feel better. They like to showcase Pujols and Trout, maybe just to make them feel better, maybe make Subway feel like they got their money's worth. KC wins 8-3. to three. And how about this? There are three extra base hits. The Royals only had three extra base hits tonight, which if you just if you, you probably would have guessed it was more, wouldn't you? Because it seemed like they were really hitting tonight, and they were. But they made the most of what the, of, of all the bad pitches and all the situations. They just took advantage of everything. KC's three extra base hits, I'm talking about the Gordon double, and I'm talking about the home runs by Moose and Haas. That's the three extra base hits, the only ones they had tonight. Those three extra base hits accounted for six of the eight runs. The two-run shot by Haas, the solo shot by Moose, the three-RBI double by Gordon. Six of the eight runs come off the three extra base hits, and, and don't forget about the five walks. Casey drew five of them tonight as compared to only two for the Angels. And look at that. When you hit with power and you draw some walks, all of a sudden you're scoring some big-time runs. And Casey did that. Eight runs for the second time in the postseason. What something like the last thirty-nine games, the Royals didn't score eight runs, and now they've done it twice in the four games. Man, I'm on cloud nine, aren't you? Let's talk about the pitching tonight too, because James Shields, I thought, battled and got through this game. I mean, yeah, I didn't think he was awful. I mean, obviously, I mean, he did strike out six batters in his six innings, only allowed two runs on solo shots, six hits overall, walked two, but it didn't feel like Shields really ever was completely dominant. I mean, he, he was in control of the game. It, it, I never felt like this game was in jeopardy. I just never did. And, and a lot of that, thanks to some great catches by Lorenzo Cain, thwarting things for the Angels. Lorenzo Cain, back-to-back plays. Are you kidding me? In the fifth inning, he robbed Pujols. And then Kendrick, the one on Pujols, was sick. Put that on the reel with his play in game one. Several for him throughout the year, but just in the series alone, think about the plays in the outfield. You had, let's just talk about center field here. Poor Alex Gordon never really had a chance to make a good play in this series. It seemed like Alex never got the ball hit to him the whole series. What do you have, maybe three putouts, four putouts the whole series? But in center field, you had Gerard Dyson, the key play in game two, gunning out the runner at third. Cowgill, who was pinch running. Then you had Kane in game one, robbing the leadoff double or triple off the bat of Calhoun. You had Kane tonight. You had Aoki and Wright a couple of times. I mean, the outfield defense was ridiculous in this series. Seriously, I, how do you even describe it? The Royals are playing so freaking good right now. I mean, I can't even describe how good they're playing. I, I, there's not a word. I, I can't put it in. But, I mean, if you watch this team every day, this is the best they've played for a three-game stretch all season. The defense, the best the defense has been in three consecutive games by far all year. It ain't close. Even on the infield, we saw some nice plays. A couple of bare hand plays from Infante, including one tonight. We saw Hosmer a nice dig on a, a, a out number two in the first inning to Moose. The Pujols hit to save an error there. And uh, on and on and on and on and on. Salvi throwing out Trout last night. And you just go through the whole diamond. Just so much fun. Royals win 8-3. to three. Talk about the pitching some more. I'm just so excited right now. So, pitching-wise, we mentioned James Shields' line. Kelvin Herrera comes back in. A little bit surprised that Ned brought him in with the big lead. Thought maybe they'd give him some rest, but obviously he's fine. Hitting 101 on the radar gun a couple of times. I saw out there at the K. And one, two, three in the seventh with two Ks. Now, Kelvin can get fully rested, and as can Wade Davis, Greg Holland, and 
fitting in for the key four guys in that bullpen, obviously, Duffy included, and I guess Frazier. A nice, solid six-man bullpen. I think at this point we can just call Danny Duffy a reliever, right, for the rest of the year. By the time it comes around this weekend, by game three, which is the earliest you'd start him, he hasn't started a game in what? Two weeks at that point? Literally. It was a Saturday game in Chicago, and game three, when he would make his first outing, would be on what? Monday, right? So it had been over two weeks. So Duffy's not starting in the ALCS. So what a sick bullpen, though. When Duffy's like your fifth reliever, fourth reliever, when Frazier's your sixth reliever, Good grief, that's a filthy bullpen. Wade Davis, speaking of filthy, he struggled a bit tonight for him. It's funny that two Ks and only one run in a 2.75 postseason ERA is, is struggling, but when you've got video game stats, an ERA of one, and you're striking out a hitter and a half per inning, well, you bum, Wade. <laughs> he did struggle for his standards, but a nice job tonight. Two Ks for Wade Davis, doing a great job of limiting the damage in that eighth inning. Love that guy, having a season for the ages. Greg Holland, one, two, three, two Ks in the ninth. Same old, like I mentioned, the Kane plays on defense. And Billy Butler, we got to get a plug in there for his stolen base in the third inning. Are you kidding me, Billy Butler? Wow. So let's just talk about the general thoughts in the series in summary here. I mean, have the Royals played? The answer to this is probably yes. Or The answer is, okay, the question I was, was going to ask you, have, have the Royals played a more impressive three-game set? Yeah, no, probably not. They've, they've played some series as impressive. I would say going out to Oakland was a huge series. I would say, you know, Oakland here, the three out of four in Detroit. I mean, there's been some series along the way, beating Chris Sale and taking three out of four. I mean, there's been some nice series, but, I mean, obviously this series comes at the best time of the year, but the Royals have not played any better all season, period. That's the bottom line than in this series. Everything was working. Took advantage of the extra base hit and the home runs. I mean, look at all these games. Extra base hits, one tonight, a couple jacks, double. We told you, six of the eight scored. You have Eric Hosmer to blast in game two, Moose the one in game one. So your power was there. You drew some walks in this series. That was nice to see. You know, stole bases left and right, had good approaches all three games. I thought the offense played really well in the series. They didn't have gaudy numbers a couple of the first games, but, I mean, Keep in mind the pitching they were facing and the fact that the Angels have a pretty damn good bullpen themselves. Offense was great in this series. Defense, even better. I mean, fantastic isn't a good enough word. I mean, you, you get the point. We went over it. The defense and the pitching was great as well. There's just not really anything to complain about in this series. I mean, even Ned Yost, everything he did worked in this series. He batted 1,000 in this series. I still disagree, like I said, with leaving Vargas in to face Kendrick in game one. That's the main thing I disagreed with. I didn't understand why they brought Tim Collins in before Duffy in that game as well. But other than that, I mean, but it didn't matter because he was right on all, all the occasions. The Butler steal tonight, and the bullpen in game two was handled flawlessly. The team is just loose. I mean, Ned Yost gets a lot of credit. Huge credit for me for, to Ned Yost in this series. Now, next is Baltimore. Think about this. <laughs> the American League, a couple of things here. Number one, the American League is going to have a team in the World Series that hasn't been there in uh, <laughs> a third of baseball fans' lifetimes. I mean, the Royals, 85 the last time they were there. Baltimore, 83. So probably a third of the people who are diehard baseball fans weren't even alive the last time Baltimore and KC were in the World Series. One of them will be now, for sure. We know that. Nice for the Royals that they were able to match Baltimore and sweep. They both have the uh, you know same amount of time off. 
We're also got a few days in KC. They'll take off Thursday morning for Baltimore. So nice for KC to have a little extra time off. The second thing I was going to tell you, what was the second thing I was going to tell you? Baltimore, what the hell was I going to say? There was something <laughs> there was something else important here. Oh, well, the regular season. KC won 4-3 to three over Baltimore in the regular season. A slight edge for the Royals, who, of course, benefit from a couple key injuries for Baltimore. We'll break down this series in depth coming up on Thursday. We'll have a special dish preview in the ALCS once we get the pitching matchups and can spend some time looking at Baltimore and stuff. But for now, let's just celebrate here, guys. The Royals are in the ALCS. The Royals are four wins away from the pennant, four wins away from the World Series, eight away from winning the World Series. The K going to get at least three more playoff games, more than likely. I don't see anybody sweeping four. So the K is going to get at least three more playoff games. I mean, I just I love where the Royals are at right now. Playing great baseball. The fact that Baltimore has the same amount of days off. They both have a lot of momentum, but at least at least one's not playing until two days before. And, you know, because in a way, I thought that the Royals had a little bit of an edge going into Anaheim, and I said that before game one on the dish right here on Clubhouse Conversation. And I thought, you know, having that momentum, but not only that, but playing two days before helped the Royals and playing meaningful games for a month. I mean, the Angels essentially wrapped things up two weeks earlier. So the Royals have more of an edge, I thought, going into the series. And I think it proved to be that way, especially in game one. And I think by the time the Angels kind of got back in the groove and took the Royals more seriously, it was too late. Game two and three belonged to KC completely. Dominant. Love this series. Thank you for listening to Clubhouse Conversation. We'll have, like I said, the preview coming up on Thursday. Go Royals, Kansas City. We deserve this, and I look forward to talking to you again in just a few days here on Clubhouse Conversation. Have a great night and celebrate this one. Enjoy it.